Welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest, welcome to the Three Timers Club, fastest to the Three Timers Club that is not related to me. Woo! <laughs> Hi! Em- Emily is back again. Yay! <laughs> because she is a delight. Yay! I have fun, so I'm glad to be back. Even with this movie, I gotta tell you, this movie... Oh my god! <laughs> I was, it was terrible. <laughs> I was, this almost broke me. Yeah, me too. Like, I was so confused the entire time. And, like, warning, um, anyone who has, like, a seizure disorder, do not watch this movie. It is very unfriendly to the eyes. <laughs> it blinks and flashes a lot. It was awful. Oh, I didn't think it looked, of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I mean, they didn't even have a warning. Usually those types of things have, like, warnings on the beginning, like, if you're photosensitive or whatever. And I don't think that it did. I don't remember one. No, it didn't. Yeah, this is supposed to be... The idea of That's So Random is random movies, not just collections of random images. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is what... We're talking about <laughs> The Taking from 2013, and I am flummoxed. Like, I don't even know what the point of the movie was, to be honest. <laughs> I was so confused the entire time. And there was very little talking. And there was some kind of, like, God voice that was, like, actually drums. I, I don't know. It was so weird. <laughs> I just, I question if, and this is a sincere question, is this a movie? <laughs> Does this qualify as a movie? To I me? think it's borderline. Yeah, to me, this seems like some kind of, like, art student's project or something. They went out and did something, like, like, ten of them, um, and just shot some shit in the woods and then mashed it all together. I was thinking, actually, David from from Keep the Change and his, like, whole movie thing. I was that confused. Like, I had no idea. All it did was flash to different scenes. And, like, you didn't even know. I don't think, did we ever learn what anyone's name was? Yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> yeah, and you have no investment in the characters. <laughs> it was just weird. No, weird. I'm, I'm trying to be a responsible podcaster. I'm trying to be cognizant that a lot of times I'm just shitting on people's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start with, the positives. I have two positives <laughs> to say about this movie before we start Just, to dismantle yeah, it. Yeah, burn it to, burn it down. <laughs> Number one, they are making an attempt at being artistic, which is not something mm-hmm. I see in the majority of the movies I wind up talking about on this podcast. So True that. You can I, tell it had like an artistic angle. I applaud the effort, even if that effort is a colossal failure. <laughs> <laughs> the other plus is it is a merciful one hour and 16 minutes long, but that's kind of a ha- faint praise because that hour and 16 minutes feels like a day and a half. 
Oh my god. I had to like take a break in the middle because I'm like, this is torture. I can't do it. I need to take a break. Yeah, it was, it felt long, really long. Because it's, I question if it counts as a movie or not because it is 10% story. Right. 10% freeze frames for no reason, which that's not, yeah. that's not motion pictures. That's still photography. 30% the episode on forests of planet Earth. And 50% B-roll from a Slipknot music video. <laughs> yes. So that is spot on. <laughs> so I don't... Definitely. No, I guess technically it qualifies as a movie, but man, oh man. Barely. <laughs> it just gets in barely under the wire. And it, co- it costs 13000 which doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, it's... I hesitate to say that it's shot well because it's not shot well, but at least no. it doesn't look like it was shot on somebody's iPhone. Like it looks, it looks like a movie, right? Visually, which for oh, yeah. thirteen thousand, yeah, like is pretty good for this show. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the parts of it that were like actual like movie content <laughs> instead of still frames was well done well and even the still frames were nice it was just that they kept flashing them especially like so fast that i i had trouble kind of keeping up i think they spent most of that 13 on <laughs> on the bad guy's lipstick <laughs> and fake blood be. i don't know it, it was kind of nasty in that in that aspect it's uh, yeah let's get into it. i i'm hoping that you have a lot to say because otherwise this is going to be a 15 minute long episode because there's so little actual story to talk about so little happens you're gonna have to spend most of the time explaining it to me because i'm still lost like at the end i'm like wait (laughs) like what and it's not a case of because a lot of times if there's a movie that's you know artsy or at least trying to be artsy some people will defend it with like, oh, you just didn't understand it. No, I understood mm. it. I just didn't understand why, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, like the underst- point. Like what point or what's the message? <laughs> here? Because it's it's somebody trying really hard to do like a David Lynch style, sort of disjointed, just weird imagery. You get to the end, maybe you need to look up on Wikipedia what you just watched, you know? But there's a reason we only have one David Lynch, because he's David Lynch. Well, I also got, like, um, the Blair Witch kind of vibes, too. Have you ever seen the Blair Witch Project? Oh, of course. I got those kind of vibes, and, yeah. I mean, I I can see what they were going for, and I think there was kind of, like, some sort of lesson there. But it was, I think most people are going to get lost in the middle somewhere and kind of miss the overall thing going on yeah it's just real up its own ass and you know because it's i think they know that they only have 15 minutes worth of actual movie storytelling to take care of and then they Mm -hmm. have to fill in the other hour with footage of a forest where nothing is happening (laughs) and yeah freeze frame instead of like zack snyder snow slow-mo all the time it's it's constantly just like freezing so you're looking at at first, I thought something was wrong with Tubi, and it was, like, buffering or something. Like, this movie is on buffer I know. at all times. All right, so the first scene, we have a bloodied woman in the woods who's kind of crying out and looking around. Being chased. Being and chased. she's already looked like she's being hurt. And isn't she calling for someone else? Like, another woman. Yeah, she's I asking think. where somebody is. 
-hmm. And then she winds up charging at this sort of goth-looking girl with a hand axe and then collapses on her way to do that and is then eaten, question mark? Well, see, that's what I was trying to get. I think they're cannibals, but, like, I don't know. It also had, like, a spiritual soul thing going on, like they're eating their souls. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. They are definitely cannibals, like, eating them. At least some of them. (laughs) Yeah, it seems to, because they tell... Carl, like, no, we're not going to kill you. We're sacrificing your soul to this entity. But then some people, they just eat. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She comes, uh, well, the other gal uh, eventually comes upon that one woman who's like crouched over, yeah. like eating. I mean, and you can tell it's like some sort of like human body parts or innards or something. So yeah, there's definitely some people that were like getting eaten and some were having their souls eaten or sacrificed or whatever so yeah it was very erratic i don't know why they chose well maybe they chose the two that they did because of their situations i think yeah so there's this we don't get anything about them we don't get any of their names if you look on imdb they're called like the mother the grandmother the father whatever there's this real redneck family that lives in this ramshackle house out in the woods and they are they're they're like they the worship... hills have eyes kind of people yeah yeah and they worship well, and... the god of oh, dubstep go <laughs> because this thing <laughs> they have put so much like filter and <laughs> bass on this voice to make it sound spooky that it is just indecipherable nonsense to the i point... thought it was just drums <laughs> it's like this droning bass Terrible. sound that is supposed to be the voice of this creature and then the grandmother when she talks you can't because i always have subtitles on just as a i just always do i did an experiment when she was talking i turned the subtitles off because surely the film on its own must be providing their own subtitles when this woman talks no they don't which means if you don't have subtitles on good luck figuring out a word this woman is saying because it is so run through so much effects and voice changing stuff that it is indecipherable gibberish well yeah and there were parts like the parts where that you know entity or whatever was talking where they did have to provide i mean there were like actual subtitles there on the bottom because otherwise i mean you would have no idea it was just like (laughs) i don't even know how to describe the sound it was indescribable Yeah, I was considering putting a clip of it at the beginning of the episode so that people know what we're talking about. But I think if that's the first thing you hear when you turn this episode on, you're you're just going to turn it right off. Yeah, because it will annoy and bother you so much. It's terrible. Or hurt you, depending on how how you have your volume when your headphones up. Oh, yeah. This was definitely, like, not a disability friendly movie at all so like all my disabled friends like enter with caution because yeah if you're photo um sensitive if you don't like weird noises or you get bothered by noises then you might want to watch for that too because it was very out there (laughs) in all all arenas we meet carl a man who's I'm going to kind of jump around because so does the movie and, no, that's and fine. also who gives a shit. Um, <laughs> what, what, what we will come to learn about him is that he had a fiance who cheated on him with his best friend. Mm-hmm. And he is now he's hearing this voice and is sort of, I guess it's not really explained, but I guess being sort of called or summoned out to the woods because mm-hmm. he's hearing this voice. Maybe I don't, I guess we don't know really if he hears it or not, but he's coming. Well, yeah. 
He's driving to yeah, the woods. Yeah, well, well, and dude started out in the woods, didn't he? Or then he, and then he went back to his house. So he made it out like the first time or whatever. Or maybe he wasn't in there before, but he was at his house. And then all of a sudden, he just like, like you could see him driving really fast and frantically in the car. And then he's like in the woods for whatever reason. And they could never, once they go in, they can never find their way back out because it just ends up being like woods in all directions. That's why I said it's kind of like Blair Witch esque. You get that kind of vibe. But at least the Blair Witch made sense. <laughs> like, I understood the point of that movie. Yeah. I think the house yeah. stuff is a flashback to when he caught them. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Because then you hear, like, you don't see it, but you hear, like, when he walks in the room, you hear, like, a smashing window, like, he or glad, like, he broke a mirror or something, but they don't show mm -hmm. it, so who knows. But anyway, yeah, so now he's driven out to the woods, and he's been summoned because he has sort of murder in his heart. His plan, mm -hmm. or at least his sort of wishful thinking is he wants to kill his fiance and his best friend mm -hmm. for be betraying. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. why he's like suitable to sacrifice to whatever this dark well in this entire is. time he's like like there's flashback visions of them like it looks like they're like laying out on the grass or on a you know picnic blanket or something like that and like looking at each other and it's like really sweet but then he also has these like visions of her as like some little devil temptress and she's there's blood and all that and yeah it's really confusing i think he's seeing like both the good like the past and then how he sees her now i guess or it's like the um, devil people like doing that to him to kind of goad him yeah and this demon worshiping family is led by this grandmother who looks like the mouth of sauron <laughs> dre dressed as a sith lord <laughs> like somehow everyone else had never taken a bath because they had like visible dirt and nasty like ratty clothes that they look like they've been wearing forever. But then this person is <laughs> like a Sith Lord with like long, like nail polish type nails. I think they're supposed to look like talons, but I mean, just look like some goth nail polish to me. And then like the black lipstick. And black teeth. They have like that teeth blackening stuff. Because yeah. she, she's constantly drooling like black goo out of her mouth. And that she's got like really a black gross. hood and cape. So it's. Yeah, I didn't even know like whether yeah like i thought it was like a devil dude i had no idea it was a grave <laughs> that's how lost i was i'm like okay who's this dude i have i have no idea yeah there's only one scene where you can really kind of see her face enough to be like oh that's a lady mm -hmm. well yeah and they're like powder white like powder white that yeah. was kind of interesting too but i feel like the rest of the family despite looking like i mean they look like you know, rednecks or hillbillies or Appalachian people, whatever. But they still look like people. Like one guy's right. wearing like overalls. The one girl has like a crop top and shorts on. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're like, just like regular humans that haven't taken a bath in like 10 years. And they're wearing the same clothes over and over again. But then grandma's That's what was like so confusing. <laughs> well, and then there was that other gal, I guess it was the mother that like stayed in the house and was like close to the grandmother at all times. Like yeah. she kind of baffled me. It yeah. was so random. Well, and the grandmother's the only one who ever speaks too. She's like the mm -hmm. mouthpiece of the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the others just like growl and like snarl and eat people. There's a lot of shaky cam running through the woods, like POV Ugh. of when Carl's like running from them that goes on much longer than it needs to. Mm -hmm. Same with Jade later when she's running through the woods. So there's a lot of that shaky cam mm -hmm. stuff. 
which I feel like we left behind in like 2004, but maybe yeah. they're behind the yeah. times. I don't know. So yeah, at some point they capture Carl. They beam Carl once he's in the woods with like a two by four, throw him in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> and bring him up to the house and then they're pouring something in his mouth which i don't know if mm -hmm. it was it may because it, it doesn't look like blood it's not the right color uh -uh. it almost looks like honey but it's really thin it's not thick uh -huh. like honey but they're just like pouring like it in his mouth and he's just laying there just letting them pour it in his mouth there was lots of like liquids going in and out of mouths in this movie <laughs> yes. it really disgusted it's me a real... i'm so disgusted this is somebody's kink and this movie's for them because <laughs> There's a lot of blood play. There was just, yeah, there, it, I was very boggled by the, by all the different colored liquids that were going in and out. It was kind of, yeah, gross. So I think they're, yeah, they're prepping him for the sacrifice with whatever this liquid is that we'll never hear, but they keep it in a mason jar. So it's not like, it doesn't seem like some kind of sort of sacred chalice or something. <laughs> I guess it's the, <laughs> the redneck Unless version your of chalice that. is a mason jar. Oh my God. This guy who plays Carl, I'm I'm convinced he was hired for his Adam's apple because when he is laying, did you see the Adam's apple acting this guy is doing? It's disgusting. Oh, yeah. When they're pouring this liquid in his mouth, his Adam's apple is so huge and it's moving up and down his throat so fast and aggressively. I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was very distracting. Very distracting. And really, he wasn't very likable. I mean, you kind of think that, like, with everything else going on, you'd want to like, like, the main characters. I liked the chick. Uh, Jade was her name, I think. Yes. And then, but he was kind of like, I was like, oh, whatever. Sacrifice his ass. <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, yeah, and I think that becomes sort of the crux of the point that they're getting at is because Carl seems like he's the main character at first, but then winds up. Right. Jade winds up being the main character. And she is, it's not even a likability thing. It's that her motives, she also has murder in her heart. We're jumping right. ahead again, but um, because someone killed her daughter and got away and they never caught the guy. That's mm -hmm. who she would kill if she had the opportunity. Well, and to me, that that is, I mean, as a mother myself, like totally someone hurts my kid and <laughs> I'm out for blood. Like the mama bear is going to come out. So to me, that doesn't feel like nearly the same, you know, as like a jealousy love triangle thing. Yeah. And that's what saves her, I feel like, and screws Carl over is that she has a much more sort of justifiable reason to want to kill someone when she's given the opportunity in sort of like a fantasy setting to <laughs> to kill her daughters and murderers she doesn't do it so she's sort of still redeemable whereas he wants to kill his best friend and his ex-fiance because i mean she didn't run people's bad but you don't kill people over it like that's you right know, you you get mad and you go get a new girlfriend like that's a, that's toxic so, masculinity right there yeah. like don't kill people over like love interests so his reasons for wanting to kill people aren't as justified. So he's sort of inherently more of an evil person and more, I guess, good for the sacrifice or something. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, does that really save Jade? Because, like, in the end, did it save her? I couldn't tell you. I don't know if she got away or not. <laughs> I think she got sacrificed. <laughs> like, not to ruin the ending. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But I think she still got sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say so they've she got she never did find out and then like her daughter like just disappeared like the ghost daughter in the red dress just disappeared so she never made it out hmm. I don't think I don't know it was very <laughs> difficult to pay attention <laughs> 
So they got, yeah, they've got Shane, or Carl chained up to this tree. They say they're going to leave him there for three days, which I don't know what the purpose of that is other than to maybe weaken him from, like, starvation, make him more susceptible to whatever is going on. But also mm-hmm. it gives him an opportunity to sort of be tested. It's almost like they're giving them a second chance to be like, renounce the mm-hmm. murder in your heart and maybe... Well, no, because Jade does that and they still chase her through the woods. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah like... that's what I'm saying, like... Even though she has, like, growth, and I think he, I mean, he was the one that, like, realized what the whole point of it was to begin with. You know, he's like, oh, this is why we're here, or whatever. But he still, I mean, he still gets eaten, even though he can't get through, like, he still has murder in his heart. But she, you know, kind of works her way through it, and she still, I'm pretty sure, in the end, like, gets sacrificed, gets thrown in the circle. So... And then they end, there's something with the river too, because they ended up all in the river. And then they show them all like in a pile at the end. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch so of weird. other people that they've got. So weird. But there's lots of, there's tons of, and w- while this stuff is happening, it's, it keeps coming back and forth to just, yeah, imagery of just the forest and spiders crawling around. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a long, long scene of, it's like a lacy bra that's stuck up in a tree that he's staring at mm-hmm. with, is there a snake crawling on it too? Or did, did I imagine that? I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, like what really stuck with me was like his whole, like, I feel like they were giving him that visions of, cause he said he kept seeing his girlfriend, you know, when she was in the red and her and the best friend were like going at it, you know, or whatever, like making out and like doing it purposely, like looking at him and then going back to each other. Like it was almost like spiteful and he was struggling with that. So I think it's like they were trying to tempt him to get even madder about it, to make it harder, basically, to get over the negative feelings he has. I don't know. (laughs) Carl is also visited by a helpful ghost of his best friend, sort of a vision of him shows up and is like apologizing to him, you know, saying I'm this is sort of his opportunity to within himself and again it's Mm -hmm. not going to save him so it doesn't matter but to get closure and you know forgive this guy but it's weird because when and it's the same way when the daughter visits jade they don't actually Mm -hmm. speak to them like they hear it's like they're communicating with telepathy like carl Mm -hmm. will talk but then when his friend is talking his lips aren't moving but you still hear what he's saying yeah that's an odd aspect of it that yeah like they would stare at him but they would yeah, their mouth wouldn't move. It's like they were just hearing what they were saying. That's why I was kind of trying to figure out if that there was a purpose in that. And it was supposed to imply that, yeah, they were like some kind of hallucination or projection or whatever. Ghost. <laughs> I feel like it's a test. He's being tested by the thing in the woods. Like, here's your opportunity to, like, forgive these people. And he won't do it. He, t- he basically tells this friendly ghost to fuck off. Like, I don't want, I don't want your help. I don't want anything from you. Go away. So he kind of sadly yeah. walks away like, all right, I guess you're on your own then, bye. <laughs> and he's also, yeah, he's being taunted at the same time, or not at the same time, but sort of alternately by visions of Carolina, his, or Carolina, his fiance, yeah, is looking good in a red dress. She comes up, yeah, she's really taunting him like, I'm with yeah. so-and-so now and he fucks me real good, better than you ever did. Like, just like riling him up and getting him mad. Mm-hmm. So they're throwing like the good and bad at him to see yeah. if he can come out just the other side or not. And he, he does not. <laughs> see what sticks to the wall. <laughs> well, and I gotta say, like, the actors did good under the circumstances, but then like when they were having those like seizure things or whatever, we're like, ah! 
and there it was obviously like painful like I'm sorry like <laughs> I was laughing so hard because like their faces <laughs> were all like screwed up and it was like really exaggerated and it was a long time that they would do it like more than I felt like was necessary <laughs> well especially when you're sticking in freeze frames a bunch yes. during that yeah I the... feel like this movie would be a lot better if you were like fucked up when you watched it <laughs> I feel like you'd, I feel like it would be a lot better if you took out all that extraneous stuff that adds nothing to the story. But if you did, it would mm-hmm. be seven minutes long. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> like lucky if it's fifteen. Like lucky. <laughs> the Carolina Carolina ghost is also like drooling black the black shit out of her mouth into his mouth. Ugh. Oh my god. Which like, goes I just on for a really long time. <laughs> it's not okay. Yuck. Which I guess is him being more affected by hatred or something like there's a lot of air quotes symbolism going on but it's yeah i think there was a lot of symbolism and like i wasn't getting half of it i was not and i i love like horror movies and gore and all that kind of stuff and i just was like what (laughs) It, it was out there yeah i don't want it to come across to anyone listening to this that like i'm a stupid person who can't read between lines and like <laughs> like i like david lynch movie even if i get to the end of a david lynch movie and i'm like i'm not really sure what i just saw but there's still there's characters and imagery in it that i can grasp onto and care about even if i don't 100 percent understand it then then when i get done i have a desire to understand it better so if i have to go read something about it or what or watch it again whatever that's well, not this <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, in movies like that, they make you want to watch it again to catch all the things that you didn't catch the first time. Like once, you know, yeah, like you think about it afterwards and you're putting pieces together that kind of like didn't make sense at the time until you saw the whole thing. And then, yeah, like a good one you want to watch over again to kind of figure it out. I love that kind of stuff. But this is not one I will ever, ever watch again. Like... (laughs) This is, could be used as torture, like strap someone to a chair and force them to watch that. <laughs> no. So he sees, yeah, at one point earlier, he sort of saw the hillbillies trucking a woman by on the wheelbarrow. Because first they take them to a shed and like torture them for a couple of days. And then they come and bring them, tie them to the tree. So he looks over and now this jade woman is tied to the tree sort of next to him a few feet away. She tells it, they sort of tell each other their stories. This is kind of the only, like, legit, like, movie scene in this movie. This span of three or four minutes, mm-hmm. this con- it's, it's two people having a goddamn conversation, and you're putting it on yes. film. That's a movie. <laughs> the rest of this stuff, not so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that part was actually, like, had some meat in it. That Then you get a chance to kind of, like, learn their stories a little bit and see how their personalities bounce off of each other. And that's when I definitely was like, okay, Jade, I want Jade to survive. I don't care about, yeah, old dude, whatever. And I thought maybe, because this is probably about the halfway point of the movie, I thought maybe, okay, maybe it's kind of like Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, where Mm -hmm. that first 10 minutes, you're like, what am I even looking at? This is crazy. Everything's Mm -hmm. like speed ramped, and this isn't Shakespeare. What is this? And then it like mellows out for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought. Maybe, oh, I love that movie. So mm. do I. But I remember sitting there in the theater with my friends who I took to it and looking at them <laughs> like, oh, they're going to get up and leave because this is insane what we're looking at right now. But then it like mellows out and becomes a tremendously good movie. Oh, my God. It's so, so I good. thought maybe this is the point where like, OK, now we've slowed down. These people are talking. The rest of the movie is going to be, you know, a movie with scenes mm-hmm. that go together and <laughs> 
no, it's just this one scene, and then it goes right back to all of its foolishness. So yeah, all the random. Mm. <laughs> Mm -mm. very random yeah we don't have too long for them to bounce off each other because carl gets taken away they come and unchain him and haul him off and leave jade there alone she much like he was is haunted by visions of people and it's the guy who killed her daughter he's got blood all over his mouth and chin and he's like getting up in her face mm -hmm. and she's tested as well because she suddenly has a gun even though she's chained to a tree she suddenly has a gun in her hand and she has the opportunity to shoot this guy, and she doesn't do it. So to my mm -hmm. mind, as a viewer, I'm like, okay, cool, she passed the test. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah, going to let think. her go now or what? No. So it means nothing. Them being tested, yeah. other than maybe for their own mental well-being, it, it, it doesn't accomplish anything or change anything. So Yeah. That's what, what really confused me because I feel like, you know, yeah, she actually had some personal growth, even though she was even more justified in wanting to kill that guy than the other dude so yeah like when she ended up just kind of getting sacrificed in the end and she's still chained to the tree all that i'm like okay well i guess they just don't care and they're just torturing them and making them have regret i don't i don't know so the family has dragged carl off into the carl off carl off into this sort of ritual circle that they have mm -hmm. in a little clearing in the woods and they throw him in there and then he has yeah he has this black goo seizure where he's just having Ugh. a crazy seizure black goo's pouring out of his mouth Ugh. we don't know what any of it's supposed to be, but i guess this is his soul being taken because then he just collapses yeah. and he's i guess dead well i feel like that was really anticlimactic they make it sound like it's so terrible or whatever like oh you're we're gonna take your soul they just like literally like toss him in this like dirt circle <laughs> yeah and he does all that and then then he's like dead I'm assuming dead. Yeah, because the next time we see him, they're pitching his body down a well. <laughs> like they're yeah. just heave ho and just drop him in a well. Like we're done with this. <laughs> Put him in the garbage pit. Yep. And yeah, like you said, the performances aren't. I feel the woman who plays Jade is a bit better than he is. Even her mm -hmm. like sort of seizure moments and stuff look pretty silly. But just regular, probably performance-wise, she's a lot better than he than is, he I was. Because his sort of one emote is kind of just bug eyes, where he like bugs <laughs> his eyes out, moves that Adam's apple up and down, and then he's, just like... <laughs> he's all Adam's apple. Like that is why he's there. He's the walking Adam's apple. Or else mopey. He's just really like I'm. Look, I'd be mopey too if I was chained to a tree and all this stuff. But yeah. like he's just real. Like he doesn't have any drive to like. He never tries to escape. He never like once they hit him with that two by four. He's like, I guess this is my lot now. I'm just yep. chained to a tree. <laughs> he's pretty resigned to his fate. Yeah, he like did not hardly fight. I feel like everyone else that ended up getting captured or eaten like really fought for it. You know, they like they wanted to live, and he was just like, eh. So Jade escapes. I'm not even really sure. How, do we see her getting out of her chains and stuff, or does she just wake up and suddenly she's not chained up anymore? I don't. Yeah, I, I think somehow remember. like the daughter ghost like helps with that situation or something i don't know because like that's where when her stuff comes up at the very end that's where i get really confused because i don't know whether she actually got the chance to run away and i, I don't know well because i think ooh, it just came to me because the daughter kept saying don't look away look at me and keep you know don't stop for any distractions but she did stop for that one guy because she had the knife and maybe that's why she got sacrificed because she didn't fo follow 
the girl all the way. Like a real Lot's wife situation? Don't look back or you'll turn to a pillar yes, of salt? Yes, yeah. Stuff. Like, even though there was going to, like, characters were, like, popping up around her, she was still just, like, look ahead, basically. Well, what a weird... Like, you've already tested these people spiritually with, you know, yeah. will they get over their murderous intent or not? Can they forgive? But then on top of that, you also have to, like, Okay, just follow the ghost down this one path and don't stray off the path or you're right back where you started. Like, mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of hoops to jump through. <laughs> like, just, yeah. just kill me and well, get and over with. It was just so, like, random. Like, there was no structure, basically, to the movie. So, yeah, like, you didn't know what was real life, what was hallucination, what was this and what was that. And, yeah, the rules just seemed, there were no rules. It was, it, there was no rules. So, I mean, that's why it just kind of came to me as I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that, maybe that's why she ended up in the circle. I don't know. In a, for a better movie, I would work to figure these things out. Yeah. But I can't be bothered this one because it's just so aggravating and annoying. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was a stinker. <laughs> yeah. The, fully the last 20 minutes of this movie, which bear in mind is only an hour and what I say, 17, 16 minutes long. minutes or something. But the last yeah. 20 minutes is just Jade running through the woods. Literally. She'll occasionally, lots more shaky cam. It's her running and falling down, running and falling down. She comes across yeah. the uh, the one redneck girl who, yeah, is eating something over by a tree and has blood all over her mouth. And there's mm -hmm. a bit of a chase there where she's hiding from yeah, her. Yeah, she was like, I won't eat you. <laughs> she has like blood and guts, like like hanging out of her hands and her mouth. I won't eat you. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. kind of the only maybe actually kind of creepy moment. They're supposed mm -hmm. to, everything's supposed to be creepy, but because when she, she comes across her, she has, she's seeing this girl from the back and she turns around with blood in her mouth and she just goes, hi, like, like totally normal. <laughs> like everything's cool with me in the woods eating people. And so that was cash. The norm she was so cash. Yeah, the normalcy of her saying hi like that was kind of like, ooh, 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 that kind of will give you a little goosebumps. But other than that. Yeah, and she had like jean shorts and like a pink t-shirt on or something like that. I mean, she, like if she wasn't covered in blood and like filthy, she was just like a normal person. Yeah, she might know? be. In, in the Ozark, she's like a prom queen. <laughs> just out in the woods for a walk, for all you know. <laughs> if she didn't have blood on her mouth. <laughs> Yeah, she was so, uh, now that chick is a good actress, because I totally was creeped out by that. I was like, now we're getting to the good stuff. Oh, it's over. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of run and chase with her. She gets away from her. She's following the daughter ghost, but she keeps getting distracted by, yeah, she'll see like, oh, over on the left, there's the guy with the long beard. And oh, over on the right, there's the guy in the overalls. And, and yeah. then I, honest to God, don't even remember. I know at one point she's on the ground and somebody's on top of her. Maybe she died there. I don't know. I honestly Well, yeah, she was remember. hiding under that log as one of the guys was come, like coming to get her. And then she's looking up and then his eyeball is like in, like peeking down at her through like a knot in the wood, like bridge or whatever it is. Um, so then she gets up and starts running again. But then that's when she comes across like that bearded old guy and she had picked up Carl's knife. Remember the one that dropped in the sand? Yeah. Um, she had picked that up and she turned around away, facing away from her daughter, like the opposite direction to face him. And like there was some kind of eyeballing back and forth between the two of them. And then she looks back and the daughter's gone and she couldn't find her anymore. 
so I feel like that was kind of important somehow because then she does after that I think he gets her in and she ends up in the circle yeah I see <laughs> no that's I absolutely believe you and honestly I would pretty much anything you just said happened I would believe you because I probably looked away yeah, for a then second the Ghostbusters showed up and <laughs> she slips on a banana peel and you hear a wah wah like and literally anything could happen because it's just random bullshit yeah. And then we see, yeah, the last thing we see is, well, we hear the voice thing again, which has been chiming in nonsense through the whole movie, just saying real cryptic shit. Weird stuff. And, uh, but it's saying like, okay, that's taken care of. Now what? And they're like, it's, it's fine. We got, there's a bunch more, we got a bunch more people. And then we see them yeah. in sort of a clearing in the woods where there's probably eight, nine people just laying on the ground. None of these people, I don't mm-hmm. know if they're, I assume they're already, I mean, they appear to be, if not dead, unconscious because they're just picking them up with this wheelbarrow and carrying them away. I assume they're the next batch of sacrifice people, but they must probably. be, they must be knocked out real good if you could afford to just leave them laying there and they're never, hope they don't wake up and run off or something. Yeah. Or maybe they're dead. Who knows? Well, and then there was like those underwater shots. There was something to do with the river too that I feel like was important because she was supposed to, the daughter said, you get out of the woods, then you go down the path, stay on the path, you go over a hill and then you cross the river. But she never made it that far, of course. But then there were shots at the end of bodies kind of being dumped down near the river. It's like, I don't know. And you got a lot of underwater shots, like you were underwater, like submerged. So I feel like that was somehow important. I would really like the creators of this to explain it to me so that I can figure it out because I am so befuddled. <laughs> yeah. And Carl said something when he and Jade were first talking because she's like, how did we get here? Do you remember what happened? And he's like, I don't really remember much. I remember, I remember water. So at some point earlier in his abduction, they had taken him there. So maybe they like clean people or baptize them there or something to prepare That's them what as I'm part thinking. of the ritual. There has to be some kind of like baptismal type connection. That's the only thing I can think of. Because they talked about like feeding the souls and when they were given kind of a chance to, you know, for redemption or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like there's some symbolism there that I'm just like totally missing. <laughs> Well, it's probably one of those things where the people who made it, it's very clear in their head what they're trying to say, Mm -hmm. but they're not actually able to articulate it visually in a way that anyone watching it can pick up on. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm sure in their head it all makes absolute perfect sense, but... Yeah, that's why I'm, like, really curious. (laughs) I'm really curious because, like, to hear their perspective, maybe it'll click into place and they'll appreciate a little bit more. I mean, I still don't like the way it was shot and the stills and all that. It was kind of, you know, it would give you a headache um, kind of thing. But if I knew what the underlying message was and the symbolism, then maybe I could appreciate it a little bit yeah it very much confuses artifice with art you know what i mean like they're oh if we do a bunch of crazy camera stuff and if we make a bunch of crazy noise Mm -hmm. you know that's artsy right people will respond i responded and that's just not the way you wanted that's why i felt like maybe it was like an art project that a bunch of friends went out into the woods and did or something um it was i almost had kind Kind of like a pretentious yeah like a pretentious feel to it like you know you're supposed to get this like you're supposed to just pick up on all the symbolism but it really just felt like a bunch of horror movies mashed together terribly and nonsensical (laughs) yeah it's it's unearned pretension yeah so yeah that'll do it for the taking (laughs) i think we talked about it quite enough oh my god yeah
I just there's just there's nothing else to say about. It. I mean, I think we. Well, there was so little opinions. meat to it. There was little dialogue yeah. except for that rumbling drum voice, and what it was saying was like I don't know, like almost supposed to sound like scripturey, but not. I mean, because it was you know like a demon voice or whatever. So yeah, there just wasn't a lot besides running through the woods. Yeah, and you kind of have to, I'm not suggesting anyone watch this, but you kind of have to hear that voice to even understand what we're talking about. It's like <laughs> yes. if it's like if Skrillex was Charlie Brown's parents. <laughs> oh my God, yes. You know, Charlie yeah, Brown's parents like, but then as, as a dubstep song, that's what this thing sounds like. And it's, that is perfect. <laughs> it's not enjoyable in the least. No. Like, at first, I'm like, am I just not? Because I have, like, auditory processing issues sometimes. So sometimes even, like, people talking will sound like Charlie Brown adults to me. Like, wah, 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 wah. And it, I have to have them repeat it, and then I can hear it. So I thought maybe it was that. But then as it kept going, I'm like, no, that is not me. <laughs> that is the movie. No. No, yeah, they, they made a choice. You need you need to add like add a clip of it in somewhere, like at the end or something. <laughs> yeah, I might it's put it at so the end. Bad. So fair warning to anyone, like when you get to the end of the episode, <laughs> maybe turn it down a little bit because this thing is <laughs> loud and yeah, I might do that. We'll see. But you've had We probably put more work into the movie than they did. Well, that's just mean, but I'm not gonna argue with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm you, so mean. Sometimes. You have now had the benefit of because you've done three movies now with me, and they're all been yep. pretty different. I feel like some of oh, some yeah. of my guests get stuck with a lot of movies that are very samey to each other. But you had Keep yeah. the Change, which is like this romantic drama, and, and it was, was serious. Yeah, it was a good movie. Ice Spiders, which is a way over the top, <laughs> super cheap like Sci-Fi Channel movie. I still and love this, that one. Which is. <laughs> Is kind of just a sci-fi channel movie, but with like aspirations of greatness. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I feel like it's something that would be on like local, local broadcast or something. Like, yeah, like the local broadcast channel where it's like these are the projects from everyone around town. No, it's your two buddies who grew up together. They decided to make a movie, and they somehow got it into a film festival, and they invite all their friends to come watch it. And their friends are sitting in the room, very quiet, <laughs> watching the movie, and then politely at the end, like, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's night. like like everyone just pretends like they get it. Oh, the symbolism. <laughs> or, I can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah. Because maybe it'll be better. Like... <laughs> and then make sure you throw the, like, the invite away <laughs> when it comes for the next one. <laughs> yeah, it must have went to my junk folder. I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Oh All my right. goodness. Well, it's that time of the episode when I press the magic button to see what movie chosen completely at random from everything streaming will be my episode for next week. Pushing the button now. Next week's movie is The Boy Who Cried Werewolf. <laughs> it appears it's on Netflix. It is a Nickelodeon original movie starring Ooh. Victoria Justice. Ooh, I bet that one's cute then. From 2010. It's, like, it's probably one of their Halloween specials, you know, that they do on the Kitty channels where they'll do um, some of their favorite characters in like a special show for the holidays. Probably. Fun. But I'll tell Fun. you this, I just, just last episode was a werewolf movie and I will bet you $200 that the boy who cried werewolf is better than the Howling 7. Because <laughs> it would have to be, because the Howling 7 is borderline unwatchable. 
<laughs> so I'm... just the name is so like the howling seven that is like a forewarning like red flag right there i don't know the howling seven <laughs> so i'm actually kind of as, as just as like an ap- aperitif after this week i'm i'm kind of looking forward to the what will surely be the silly and dumb fun of the boy who cried nickelodeons excuse me the boy who cried werewolf from 2010 oh yeah it'll be like kitty over the top kitty over the top i'm sure and we'll see how that goes three times yes bring me back anytime you want and or everyone come see me at e-chicken tender on twitter i just hit like literally today i just hit a thousand followers i was so stoked about it and now i'm at a thousand and two i think before i just (laughs) i get stoked anytime i get a follower i'm like yeah yeah come and see me because i told everyone i'm probably going to here in the next few days throw up one of my embarrassing clips like something of me with a filter face on doing a weird voice or i don't know something (laughs) something dorky (laughs) so don't miss out on that (laughs) but see you're already getting better at this i mean you were good the first time but you knew that this is the point of the show where i'm about to ask you where can people find you on Twitter? And you just launched right into it. Did not wait for me to ask. That's perfect. The rhythm of the sh- you're getting it. You're getting it. Oh, yeah, totally. That's why you're a delight. I'm a pro now. I- I've done three episodes, so I'm totally a pro level now. <laughs> well, we'll do four very soon. Thank you, ma'am, once again. Oh, thank you. And uh, until next time, everyone, have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>